Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. She just picked up a governor's award from the Academy back in the fall, and she's now... 14 Oscar nominations strong. She's up for the original song this year. Applause. We are here once again with songwriter Diane Warren on Crew Call. You've done so many inspirational songs in the second reincarnation of your career. Tell me about how Applause fits into this. Applause is a like a love song to yourself. It's about giving yourself, you know, giving yourself love and respect and taking a minute to do that. Well, it appears in the sixth segment of the film entitled yeah. Sharing a Ride. And it's also in the end credits. Yeah. Did you have a say in that? You know, I, it was written to be the end song and it actually happened to have, you know, the, the cool thing is it fit in that and sharing a ride. It really fit that, that movie so beautifully. It was originally just going to be the end song. Um, and it fit, you know, it, it fit the whole movie because it fit the, all these women's stories or most of the stories are fit, um, that these women go through all these, you know, various struggles and it, you know, an empowering song really seemed to be what was needed because, you know, they needed to give themselves some applause, you know, for getting, getting through all that. How did the opportunity come to you? It, um, someone named Kiara, to let, to, I don't know if you're in Telesi. She's the producer of the movie. She's the one who told me about it. Um, and it sounded like an intriguing project. I mean, what's interesting about this and what's different about this is that it's not just one movie, right? So I had to do a song that fit several movies. And that was the, um, you know, that was the challenge, but, you know, this song really does fit that. It really does, it, 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 it really ties everything together, you know, which I like to have my songs do. And then the other, the gift of it was it fit the other movie as well, the, the end of Sharing a Ride. Selecting Sophia Carson, how did that come about? Sophia, you know, t- when, I, when I cast an artist for a song, for, they do for a movie, they're a part of that movie. So they're a character, right? So if you look at the other songs I've done, it, 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 it will, it will fit that. Um, Sophia, I, I worked with before I knew her and I knew she's a strong woman. Um, she's a beautiful woman, first of all, but she's just as beautiful on the inside. And she, she does a lot for women's causes and she, that's near and dear to her heart. Um, and I thought that she's authentic to the movie. And I also thought, well, first and foremost, she's a great singer, and you have to be a, a great singer to sing this song. You have to be able to sing. You know, I can't just go in with anybody and, and hit those notes. I mean, she's she's an amazing, amazing singer. But she so she had all the she had everything that that I needed. That that not that I needed. She had everything that was needed 
to be the artist for the song for this movie. Was there something in particular you had heard her sing that made you say? No, it was just a, a vibe. Just I'd been with her. I knew I knew her capabilities. I could kind of tell with a singer pretty quick, you know, but she just, I was, I'm glad I was right. Look, a few years ago, she was interviewing me on the red carpet, you know? Um, I can't remember if it was two years or three years ago. I, th I think it was, I think it was, no, two years ago was the Union Station. So it had to be three years ago. She, um, she interviewed me on the red carpet and, you know, look, if all goes well, she'll be, you know, performing on the Oscar stage. You know, can you imagine that? That's a Cinderella story. By the way, have they made a decision yet? Are all the best songs getting played? I mean, you know, I, I don't really know. You know, I, I, I would I would assume and hopefully, I mean, I'm I'm pretty hopeful they're going to want Rihanna on that stage. I, you know, I don't know. Um, but, you know, if that if that all happens, which, you know, I mean, I guess. I'd have to assume that that would would happen, although we don't know for sure um, that that is quite a Cinderella story for Sophia Carson who deserves it by the way. You know, I, I love to see the, the, the good guys and good girls win. You know, I've, I've seen, you know, I've worked with artists that, you know, weren't as gracious and, and um, hardworking and as amazing as her. And she, she just, she just deserves, you know, every, every bit of success she's having right now. And this is going to change her life, you know? Now it's an even more heightened season for you because you have gonna be you, which is the end credit song from 80 for Brady. Yeah. Just like that movie brings together Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda and, and Rita Moreno. We've got Dolly Parton, Belinda Carlisle, Cindy Lauper, Gloria Stefan, and Debbie Harry singing on this. Tell me about Pretty cool. it. talking about casting a song. Did you put that together? Absolutely. That was my crazy idea, and I love when my crazy ideas work. So when I when I wrote the song for the movie, and the, and I mean, look, I hope we'll be talking about this song a year from now. That'd be awesome. Um, I saw the word eighty in the title, eighty for Brady. I'm like, oh, let's see. Here you have these these amazing actresses. What if I bring, you know, the 80s iconic artists that are still as amazing as, as, as they were then now. And look, what if I put them all in it? What if I create a little super group, you know? And I went to everybody. Everybody said yes, including, you know, Dolly Parton, who doesn't need to do my songs, you know? And so, so I got, so everybody said yes. Everybody was really excited about the song and, and um, now it's just, it's getting so much attention. I'm just so excited about it. It's just, and they all sound great. And I love the video and it's just, it's just a fun song. You know, it's, it's, um, it's something you want to just sing along with your friends, you know. Tell me about that beat. It's almost like a Latin undertone. It's, yeah, I kind of, when I first wrote it, I really wrote it as a reggae song, and then I kind of toned that part of it down, but it's still kind of in there. There's a little bit of that feel in it. Um, I don't know, I just kind of like that feel, you know, I just like the feel of that. Of that. And just, it's just a fun, you know, up-tempo song, and, and, you know, yeah, it's, it's not my usual, you know, movie song, which is cool. Not that I have a usual movie song, I have all kinds of different movie songs. I'll take that back. I've... I, you know, I go from, you know, all these kind of songs, but you know, some of these are more kind of in the, in the ballad world and, and that one isn't. So you have a Broadway musical in the works called Obsessed. Yeah. I, I hope they change that title. <laughs> Tell us more about that. It's, 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 um, it's really early stages, no pun intended stage. Get it? 
That was stupid. Um, it's it, it just had its first reading. I'm not really hands-on with it. Um, it's some of my hits, you know, a bunch of my hits, a bunch of new songs. Um, I think it, you know, I know, I know that people are really excited about it. I, I sat through the reading and it, it's a little strange for me because kind of based on me and, and so some of my life is in it, which is weird to, to watch, but the people seem to really like it. And, you know, we'll see where it goes. I know nothing about Broadway, to be honest. I'm, I'm, I don't really know that world. And the concept. It's kind of based on, on, on my life kind of. Yeah, basically. Can you tell us what songs are in it or is it all? Well, there's a, a, you know, it's kind of changing. I mean, there's some, the, you know, some of my big hits are in there and then there's some really good new songs. That's why I'm, I'm always excited about the new songs, you know? Um, but you know, again, early, really it's early. I know, I know that it's moving, it's moving, I guess, forward, but that, that stuff takes a while and it's not really my, I don't really understand how that world works. Is there going to be a volume two album of your songs? Oh, of, of my, um, of, 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 um, the cave sessions. I'd like there to be, yeah, I really would. I have like songs that I couldn't put on there because I kept writing new ones. And, you know, next time I, I've learned, I learned a lesson on, on that record that you need singles rights from the labels with these artists. And I learned that the hard way. <laughs> um, cause I had some records that were starting to blow up and we thought we'd have singles rights and we didn't get them. And, that was just, that was a lesson that, so my next one, nothing goes on there that I don't have singles rights from the artists. And it's, you're at 120 songs right now? Is what? that, how many songs have you penned? It's well over a hundred. Over a hundred, thousands. I've been doing this since I was 14 obsessively. 120, <laughs> where did you get that number? Or 120 films. Oh, I thought you meant 120 songs. I was going, wow. 120 films. Um, probably. I mean, probably maybe more. I, I don't know. I mean, I've been, I've done songs for a lot of movies, so I have no idea that that's a lot though, isn't it? This is the part of the podcast where crew call goes all true crime podcast. Okay. <laughs> okay. I want to know the backstory on blame it on the rain in Millie Vanilli. Can you talk about that? Well, I did. I wasn't on the inside of that. So I, you know, but I, I mean, I wrote the song, I guess that's their biggest hit. Blame it on right. The, it was it was it was an enormous hit back in the I day. Should, I think they probably should have changed it to blame it on the tape because <laughs> that tape got stuck when they were on stage. Um, I think it was girl, you know, it's girl, you know, it's girl, you know, it's oh, oops. <laughs> um, and but I but I, I had no idea because they were recording in Germany and stuff. So I had no idea about that, to be honest. Did it shock you when you when you first heard about that, when those guys were exposed for lip syncing? Were you like, oh my God? No, I mean, I'm not, I'm not shocked. I was like, whoever sang it sounded good. And my, my song was still a big hit. So <laughs> in all honesty, um, but you know, it was, I think that stuff happens in Europe more than, than here. Mm -hmm. I think it was getting, you know, I, you know, I think it was different for, for America and, you know, and uh, of course unfair to the people, you know, singing the song. You still own the song. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wrote it. So I own, own it. I wrote it myself and own that song. What is planned for next year or this year, actually? Oh, lots of stuff. Um, you know, I'm in the studio with lots of artists. There's more movies, but, you know, I don't want to say yet because they haven't been announced. Um, some, some other really great movie songs I'm, I'm, I'm doing. Um, yeah, quite a few this year. And then stuff for next year. 
Um, there's a documentary being done on me. That's going to be, that's hopefully going to be um, out at some point. Um, just lots of good stuff, you know, lots of cool stuff, you know. Is there a Netflix animated film you're composing? Yes, there is. What's the name of that? I don't know if it's, I'm not supposed, I don't know if I'm supposed to talk about it yet because I don't know if it's been announced that I'm doing the song. But yeah, there is, there is. Okay. You know, I, I guess I probably should wait till they announce all that stuff, right? You know how that shit goes. You know, as much as I'd love to talk about because it, it's a really good song. I don't know. Tell us more about your animal activism. Yeah. You donate a lot to these causes. Yeah. You've saved a cow. I've saved more than one cow. I saved the, the cow that escaped, but I've saved um, lots of animals. I have an anim- my own um, farm animal um, rescue ranch that I, that I have lots of rescued animals at. I give everything I can and, you know, all, basically all my charitable um my foundation is, is mostly animal charities because they don't have a voice and they need our voice. And anybody listening um, should really think about it because the the meat industry is, you know, the most horrific, cruel, horrible um, murder of the innocent. It's it's horrific. And Paul McCartney ha- has a line that's really true. He said, "If if slaughterhouses had glass walls, everybody would be a, a, a vegetarian." which is the truth. So if, if people knew, you know, what went into that, um, they'd probably think twice about that. And I'm asking your listeners to think about that. Let's talk about your governor's award yeah, and okay. share. That was a beautiful speech. Thank you. Tell me about how that all came about. I mean, it just, it well, First of all, I ran into so many people yesterday at the governor, I mean, at the luncheon, and so many people said that they, that they were touched by that speech. And so it's really, it came, it, it came from my heart. You know, I, when I wrote, well, I, I, wrote, I wrote it out like stream of consciousness, and I didn't want to rehearse it or anything until that night. And even though it was a night before rehearsal, I, like, I, I didn't want to read it because, and it could have been, I didn't even know if it was good or not, but that, the, the speech you heard was basically, you know, what I wrote and never really looked at. Um, but it was, it came from my heart and I, and I felt like my mom and dad, who I used to watch the Oscars every year with, um, I felt they were with me and having Cher, you know, give me that award was, was spectacular and special and Cher doesn't do shit for anybody. I tell her to, I said that, I said that on stage, I go, man, she doesn't go east of the 405 for anybody, which is the truth. She doesn't. So the fact that. (laughs) that she did that like was a really big deal and um it just made the best night of my life even better because it was there's nothing that was just that was such a magical night and um I wasn't so nervous and I don't really like being on a stage I have really bad stage fright that's why I asked Cher to stay stay up there with me and she was kind enough to do that Diane Warren (laughs) Governor Award honoree And 14 nominations, Oscar nominations strong. Thank you so much. Thank you, Anthony. Good to talk to you. Good to talk to you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call Podcast on Deadline. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. 